Hey there, friends. Welcome to Her Fight Club, a space to feel welcome to bring all the hard, messy, and broken parts of this life, but leave feeling less alone, encouraged, and empowered to face your battle ahead. Her Fight Club exists so that you can know that God, His Word, and a community of women are fighting for you. I'm your host, Jenny Bolton. It's an honor to fight for you today. Let's dive in. Hey, friends. Well, it's officially summer break over at my house, and I have three rowdy hyper boys to manage all day, every day. And I'm not going to lie, it can get pretty crazy around here. And I don't know how summers go down in your house if you have multiple little kids, but the sibling rivalry gets cranked up to a level I am not here for. And mama has to crank up her patience even higher. And let's not even talk about the insane amount of food that has to be given out to survive the summer. Sam's Club for the win. And just for laughs, a few days ago, after a week of running out of everything and having to go back to the store several times, I finally said, no more. And at the end of the week, I went to Sam's Club. And here's the funny part. I walked into the restroom super confidently with my kids and shouting at them to stay right there while I used the bathroom. And then I looked back at my son, giving me a really strange look. And then I watched someone walk out of the stall. And let's just say it was not a lady. I had walked into the men's restroom and was completely oblivious. So yes, the summer turns my brain to mush at moments. And these moments are the result of that. But for real, I do love the opportunity to spend time and invest in my kids more in the summer. But I'm not going to lie. My sanity is tested way more times than I like to admit. So needless to say, the summer can feel quite all-consuming and busy. So as I thought about what God wanted me to do for the summer on the podcast, I took into consideration families are just way more busy in the summer, as I know ours is. So I decided to take a break from having some longer conversations and decided to ask some friends to come on and share some personal testimonies through short monologues. And as I began to pray about what these testimonies would consist of, I felt God bring this phrase to mind, flip the script. Over the years, as God has taken me on this journey of learning to renew my mind with his word, this is a phrase that has found its way to my ears through friends, counselors, social media, books, and even other podcasts. It's become quite a popular phrase. And I have this one awesome friend that as I brain dump all my toxic thoughts to her, she's always like, Jenny, you have to flip the script in your mind. And I'm like, oh, yes, I know. And I know I've said it before, but just because I'm the host of this podcast on helping women fight their mental battles doesn't mean I have it all together and never get stuck and spiral in my own head. And if I'm not careful, I can find myself there an embarrassing amount of times a day. So I come to you today in weakness to say, I am desperate for God to help me flip the script in my mind. So this phrase, flip the script, is very personal to me as I often use it to encourage myself and friends when we recognize we are telling ourselves a story that isn't true about ourselves, or we're believing lies from the enemy, or consuming a perspective about our circumstances that isn't biblical. And sadly, the result of believing these faulty scripts is that our lives flow from them. And faulty scripts lend themselves to unhealthy mindsets and habits. The reality is what we think about directly impacts our actions. I love how Craig Groeschel puts it. He says, we are always moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts. So I'm going to ask you today to really think about what scripts have been playing on repeat in your mind for years that you haven't taken the time to interrupt with God's truth. 
the biggest one for me, and if y'all have listened to any of my other podcasts, you know, is the script, I'm not good enough. Goodness, this has played on repeat since who knows how long. The earliest memory I have of this script coming to the surface was in high school, my senior year. I'd only been a Christian about a year when my youth pastor asked a few of us seniors to speak on a Sunday night to the whole church congregation because we were graduating. So he wanted us to share a verse and what God was doing in our lives. Well, the guy before me shared my exact verse. And for some reason, my mind freaked out because in my head, I was like, I can't share the same verse that he did. And so when I got up there, I just froze. And honestly, I don't even remember what I said. I just know I stumbled over my words a lot and was very embarrassed. The next day, to top it off, some younger boys that were there that I worked with made fun of me and were mocking me, saying how much I said, um, in my talk. Y'all, this has haunted me for the past 17 years. I mean, that's a whole other talk on the power of our words over people. But legit, to this day, the enemy takes me back to that moment and uses it to paralyze me. He begins to whisper the script of, you're a failure. You're not good enough. People will always make fun of you. And the list goes on, right? I wanted to share that because these scripts can have very deep roots from our past. So it really takes identifying the cause and putting in the work to flip the script. But in my experience, it really is the most worthwhile work that we can do. Because when our mind is healthy, it allows us to show up in a healthy way to everything else that we do. And this concept isn't new to the podcast. We have probably discussed this idea throughout every conversation But the reality is, until we get to heaven, we will need to daily flip the script in our minds to pay attention and be aware of our thoughts and the scripts we're listening to and dwelling on. Awareness is an amazing start, but if we just stay there, we won't see transformation happen. But if we let the awareness serve us to take action, to flip the script, we can experience what God talks about in 2 Corinthians 10, 3-5. This is one of my favorite verses on the battle of the mind. Paul the Apostle is speaking, and he says these words, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And I wanted to take time to break this passage down for a minute because I love digging a little deeper and understanding the context of these passages. It makes them even more powerful to help us flip the script. So first off, Paul is writing this to the Corinthian church, to believers, people who followed Christ, and he's urging them to think differently on this topic of how we wage war. He starts off saying, we don't wage war as the world does. And let's pay attention to the fact that he says war. For me, this immediately serves as a reminder that we are in a war. But he's not talking about a physical war, but a spiritual war. And this war is won and lost in our minds. A little history I looked up. Apparently, the Corinthian believers had fallen into some unhealthy scripts in their minds and began to wage war with worldly weapons. And once again, this wasn't with physical weapons for a physical war. But one commentary said these weapons could be described as the love of a manipulation, the image of success, smooth words, the perception of power, lording over authority, and human schemes and programs. Any of these resonate? They do with me. 
I love how relatable the Bible is, even though it was written 2,000 years ago. So much has changed on the surface, but really below the surface, we're all still fighting the same mental battles. So this is what Paul was addressing and humbly urging people to remember, that the weapons we fight with should not be worldly weapons. Oh no, he said, on the contrary, the weapons God offers through his word have the divine power to demolish strongholds. I feel like he's saying, hey friends, real talk here. These worldly weapons are not cutting it. They do not hold power. They are causing destruction and really are the enemy's way of deceiving us to believe that we and ourselves have the power to fight these battles apart from God's word and power. The enemy is so crafty, right? And the Bible says in John 8, 44, that he was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Uh, I I just need a second to say, can anyone not just wait to see him fully defeated? I am so sick of him and his lies, but I am so thankful that God has given us the authority over him and has given us weapons with divine power to fight back against the scripts he whispers over us. And I think of this visual of us in a physical war and our military leader hands us the exact weapons to defeat the enemy. But we are so caught up in our own plans, controlling and pride that we don't just take the weapons. This would seem so ludicrous, right? But we do that in our spiritual lives so often. God has given us the exact instructions and weapons to defeat Satan's lies. And we keep fighting in our own strength, control and unhealthy coping And we are left defeated, drained, and not able to grasp freedom and victory. So what are these weapons that can demolish these strongholds in our lives? Well, we find them in Ephesians 6, which was also known to be written by Paul. And God writes these words through him. A final word, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor, so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you'll be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery errors of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. These are the weapons we need to be calling upon daily to be prepared for the enemy's coming attacks. So many times in my journey, I haven't been proactive when the enemy whispers lies in my head. And I find myself in a place of mental defeat, and many times lacking the strength to fight back. And this is why it's so important for us to be proactive, to put on the armor of God every day. Because again, God's weapons hold divine power. And then Paul says next, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And hello, between the enemy's attacks and the culture of this world, it seems like everything is opposing the knowledge of God, right? And he said, we need to demolish these things. Demolish means to tear down, to break to pieces, to do away with. 
So when we think about these scripts and the lies the enemy whispers, we need to approach it with the mentality of demolishing them so that we can make room for the truth to come in. And then what he says next is probably my favorite line. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to God. Or as the Passion Translation puts it, we capture like prisoners of war every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the anointed one. First off, can you imagine if we actually lived out that command to capture every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to God? Man, I don't know about y'all, but that brings some healthy conviction to my heart. So many times I let the lies hang out for way too long, and then I find myself all tangled up and spiraling later. So I love that he's reminding us how important it is to take captive every thought that isn't of God and make it obedient to him. So I think taking thoughts captive is the best first step. It's the awareness that this thought needed to be taken captive. It's not of God and it's not serving me. It's causing destruction. But then the next step, which is sometimes the hardest, but it's where the transformation happens, is making the thought obedient to God. One translation said to teach it to obey Christ. Right there, it's reminding us it's a process to teach these rebellious thoughts to obey Christ. It's not always an overnight fix, right? It's a daily choice to stop and flip the script and renew our minds. So even though we are calling this series Flip the Script, what we are really saying is take captive every thought and teach it to obey God. So I'm super pumped for you to hear from women with all different stories and circumstances throughout this series who have all wrestled with different lies and different scripts in their head, but all have this one thing in common. They have used God's word to flip the script, to take their thoughts captive, and to demolish strongholds in their lives. And listen, we aren't perfect. We're not going to flip the script perfect every moment of every day. I am here to attest to that. And none of these women you're about to hear from have done that either. But we are all here to say you're not alone in your thoughts, but there is a better way to fight. And there's a lot of grace to get you there. And as each lady shares their unique journey, we pray that you leave feeling equipped and encouraged to flip the script in your own life. And I will end with this promise in John 8, 31 through 32. If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So let's walk in that freedom today, friends, and let's flip the script.